Today, I talk news of the day with the one and only Carrie Lake, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Happy Friday, or at least it's a happy Friday to me because I get to do uh, an episode here with someone I hugely admire, Carrie Lake. Thank you for being here. Oh my gosh, it's so great to be here. It is It is wonderful to have you. And I, ju I just want to say for the record, for those of you who have never seen her in person and you just see her on TV, she's just as beautiful in person as she appears on television. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, the, the lights and makeup do help. <laughs> <laughs> they do, they do. But um, so I want to, I just wanted to, you know, sit down with you. You're in town for an event. And I thought, let's sit down and talk about the news of the day. Just mom to mom. Right. Because Absolutely. I think that um, is it is it accurate to say that you decided to pursue, you know, uh, a higher office because of raising kids and being that mom and seeing what was going on uh, to society, to children nowadays? Like how much did that play a factor? In? It's definitely a motivating factor when yeah. you start to realize that, wow, you know, you can protect your kids in the home and you can kind of, you know, try to get them in the school where, you know, they're going to be safe, although mm -hmm. that's getting harder. Right. Um, and then you realize it's still not enough because they're gunning for our kids. They're mm -hmm. going after them. Mm -hmm. They're going after them with indoctrination. They're going after them. Um, the crime is, is, is hurting them, the fentanyl crisis. And I, I started to realize that I could take my skills, my love for our state, and do something that would help my kids and, and other children and really protect the liberties that we have mm -hmm. for our kids so that they have them. Because yeah. I had a pretty good life. Yeah. It wasn't perfect, but it was a pretty good life, and I'd really like to see my kids have a future. But if we don't get up right now, get involved, and fight for our country, I don't know what kind of a life they're going to have. It, that does um, make me very nervous. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, and it's um, it's why I, I never thought that I would be an activist now, where on the weekends I'm wearing a blue wig to go in and expose, you know, a, a drag brunch for children where grown men are twerking in little kids' faces, you know, and it's like, I didn't actually think that I would ever be uh, someone who did that. It's not something I care to do on the weekends. I'd rather be spending time with my, my kids. But, you know, as you pointed out, we want to make the world a better place for our children and our grandchildren. And when did the world get so crazy? I call it planet crazy. It's like all of a sudden we're living on planet crazy and frankly, I want off. <laughs> but I think we have to fix a lot of things before we get things turned back to normal. Yeah, no, I, I agree. So so on that note, then, um, let's talk about the changes that are being proposed to Title IX. So you have the Biden administration who is trying very, very hard to allow transgendered uh, women, biological males in women's sports. You have the House of Representatives yesterday who just passed a bill that would have protected uh, or would protect women's and girls sports by not allowing that to happen. Obviously, zero Democrats voted in favor of it. That's no surprise. Apparently, they don't like to protect women. But um, House Minority, Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, he said that these were just extreme MAGA Republicans. If you don't agree with allowing biological men to beat up on women, you are an extremist and you are not kind hearted, I would add. That's a, at least what he said. Watch. I believe in the fundamental goodness and decency and integrity and respectfulness of the American people. And for me, this is not about politics. This is about being there for all of America's children, including 
transgender children who just want to be able to live and to belong and to make friends. That, that's something that all Americans, I believe, all decent, kind-hearted Americans fundamentally support. And the extreme mega Republicans are trying to sensationalize an issue that doesn't really exist in the way that they are falsely portraying. So you're just trying to sensationalize it. It's not really happening. We don't, there's, not, there's no one named Leah Thomas who just, uh, you know, cheated another, right. an actual biological female out of a championship. There's no, uh, you know, here, okay, oh, let, I want to, yeah, I want to, I want to play. There, there's no, <laughs> oh, there's no, there's no uh, advantage here, right? There's yeah. no advantage. Uh, this giant man, you can see his, in comparison to all of the women there, there but it's okay. I mean, he, he says that he's a woman. So let him swim with the women. Let him cheat the women out of scholarships, championships, all of that. And then I want to play one more for you. This is high school volleyball star Peyton McNabb, who suffered a concussion and damage to her neck last year after a boy posing as a girl spiked the volleyball in her face. Watch. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. But you're a MAGA extremist if you want to protect females from harm now. Didn't the Democrats used to care about women's rights? Used to be. Now it's just trans women. Is mm -hmm. that what they're, they're mm -hmm. all about? And you know, they, they are a master at the narrative and changing the vocabulary around that narrative. Now it's about protecting children. Well, yeah, we are protecting children. Mm -hmm. I'm all about protecting children. And I want my boys, my son and my daughter, to go to school and not have some adult that they trust talk them into changing genders. Mm -hmm. And this is what's going on. They go, they're having some issues. You know, I, I don't blame our kids for having um, insecurities right now because the world is so out of control. They're getting such bad messaging from their phones, from the apps they're on, from everything. Mm -hmm. And so they, they are getting psychologically abused with just the culture that's out there. But then to top it off when they're struggling to go to a trusted adult and have them twist what's happening and tell our boys that, oh, maybe you're really a girl or vice versa. It's disgusting what they're doing to our kids. And when they then push it, that next level, tell the parents the only way to solve this problem is to get your child a, a sex change, to give your daughter at age 14 or 15 a total hysterectomy, remove her breasts, or do a genital mutilation, which mm -hmm. is what they're suggesting, mm -hmm. which is what's happening. That is disturbing. That is a crime, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And anybody pushing that should be held criminally responsible. And any doctor who does that to a child should be locked up and throw the damn key away. And because I, I moms think and dads are, yeah. we're done. Yeah. They, yeah. We're, not, we're not MAGA, I'm a MAGA Republican, but that's not why I care about this issue. I care about it because I do have a son and a daughter. I come from a family of eight girls and one boy. And as tough as my family is and as tough as all of us girls are, my brother just had psych or he just had physical advantages when it came mm -hmm. to athletics. He was going to beat us. Mm -hmm. He's going to beat us at basketball. He could run faster. He could swim faster. These are real basics. And they're trying to brainwash moms and dads into thinking that we're wrong on this. But the problem is a lot of these people pushing it don't have kids. Yeah. And they don't realize that inner force that we have as parents. Yeah. 
We've all seen it. You've probably seen video over the years of like a dad or a couple dads lifting a car off of a, a child that, you know, actually rolled over. And they have this superhuman strength to lift a car off. That comes from that protective instinct of being a mother and father. Mm -hmm. And they are unleashing that. And we're not going to put up with it anymore. I don't care what they call me, but we're not going to let them set the narrative on this, change the wording of it so that it's about health care. No, when you are doing gender mutilation on children, that's not health care. Right. That is torture, it's criminal, and we need to treat it as such. And they, and they call it gender-affirming care. You know, you mentioned that uh, they've, they weaponize the language and the vocabulary yeah. to try to, you know, get to their goal. All of a sudden, it's gender-affirming care to chop off a female's breast. Well, isn't that the opposite of gender-affirming care? Truly. Yeah. And it's not care at all. No. It's, it's actually, um, uh, I think we're going to look back at this period in history as one of the darkest periods for a variety of reasons, but what we're doing to our kids, this psychological abuse mm -hmm. to our children. And I don't care what um, Hakeem Jeffries calls me. Yeah. I'm gonna stand up and speak out against that. Yeah. And I do love, I, I love um, all of these kids. I think there's, there's some confusion being pushed and I'm sad for them because unfortunately the adults in their lives mm. are pushing something that is so disturbing. Yeah to say the least, and, yeah. and they're actually being further psychologically abused. I, I totally agree. Um, so, uh, so on that note, you mentioned the indoctrination that's going on with the children in schools. Um, Florida had just expanded the, you know, the critics call it the don't say gay bill, even though that's not what it's called, mm -hmm. nor is the word gay in there uh, for all that, you know, that's worth, you could call it the don't say straight bill, I guess, because yeah. it's just about parental rights in education and protecting children from being sexualized and learning radical gender ideology in schools. Something that we all agreed on 10 minutes ago, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for our kids. Well, now that they've expanded this for K through 12, Corinne Jean-Pierre, I would say the worst press secretary of all time, Karine Jean-Pierre, uh, says that this expansion, preventing students from being sexualized, is now dystopian and says, you know, it prevents students from discussing LGBTQI plus people, watch. I also want to say a word about the decision yesterday made by the Florida Board of Education to expand the state's dystopian don't say gay law. As this measure takes effect, it will prohibit all students up to seniors in high school from learning about, our, learning about or discussing LGBTQI plus people in the classrooms. So I guess they have to say things like this. They have to, they have to lie. They have to say it prevents students from discussing LGBT people as if that's true. They have to call it yeah. dystopia because they can't argue on the merits mm -hmm. because, as you pointed out, when parents see what they are actually advocating for, they're like, no way in hell I'm letting you do this to my kid, which is why we've seen the rise in homeschooling, the rise in charter schools, the rise in, you know, parents pulling their kids out of public school and trying to put mm -hmm. them into an alternative because they see that this is not OK for children. Yet you have the Biden regime calling it dystopian for protecting kids. In the workplace, if you discuss sex with a coworker, you can get fired, yeah. and you probably should. Yeah. It's inappropriate, yeah. and it's even more inappropriate to be discussing these things with children. No adult should feel the need to discuss um, you know, LGBTQ issues. Why, why are we even explaining to our kids what all that means at, at such a young age? I really think that moms and dads would appreciate it if their kids went to school and learned math, mm -hmm. learned real science, mm -hmm. learned history, and stopped focusing on things like gender, 
um, genitalia, um, sexual identity, that kind of stuff is really inappropriate for school. <laughs> I'd say I just so. don't, because what we're doing is we're making them think about all of this stuff rather than spending the six hours a day that they're in school getting prepared for the real world so that they actually have skills mm -hmm. where they're adults and they're actually able to go out and find a job. Mm -hmm. And none of this is, is really furthering their education. It's yeah. a bunch of nonsense, it's, um, it's activism, and it's being pushed on our kids. And of course, we just talked about it and you just said it, they're, they're geniuses when they, evil geniuses, when yeah. they deal with how they um, utilize language to make the, the, the issue something where it really isn't t discussing the issue. Mm -hmm. And the issue is that, we don't want our teachers talking to our kids about stuff like that. It's, it's inappropriate. Yeah. It's kind of creepy, frankly. If you're talking about sex and changing genders with our children, it is beyond creepy. Yeah, I'm like, if you, you, you seem to really want to talk about your sex life with children, I feel like maybe the FBI should check your hard drive or something. I don't know, yeah. maybe. Um, and say, so, you know, if the teachers feel the need to do that, they should do that with their friends on the side, go out and have a glass of wine or go <laughs> hang out with their friends. They can talk about that with other adults. Right, right. But it's just inappropriate yeah. with kids. And, and again, I wonder, it makes me wonder if some of the people pushing this actually have children of their own. Because when you have kids, a lot of times your perspective changes mm -hmm. and you want to do anything to protect them. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Um, all right, let's go ahead. We're going to take a quick break and then I want to talk about the latest with the uh, Hunter Biden laptop. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. So if you're one of millions of Americans, you just live in constant pain and you think to yourself, this is just the way life is now, right? I just, I'm just going to walk around. I'm always going to feel this pain. Maybe it's in your back. Maybe it's in your knees. And it's just kind of going to suck. That's not the case. You gotta try Relief Factor. It is all natural and it was developed by doctors who realized you've got to target the inflammation in your body if you want to get rid of that pain. You, if you put a topical cream on, it's gonna feel great for about 10 minutes and then you're gonna be in pain again. This can change your life. You gotta try it. I'm just gonna tell you this. Go to the website, get the three-week quick start pack. It's $19.95, but 70% of the people who get that keep ordering it because it's working for them. So you really, really need to try it if you're living in pain. You can go to relieffactor.com, get that three-week quick start. It is relieffactor.com. Those of you who are watching this on YouTube right now, I just like to, I'm fair warning, okay? Uh, the end of this show is only going to be available on Blaze TV, so I highly suggest that you go and subscribe. You can use promo code. We've got a special promo code for this one. It is Sarah, S-A-R-A. -A. You don't spell it with H because that's just an extra letter. Uh, and you can save $20 right now if you sign up for a year over at blazetv.com um, because we're going to be talking about some issues that I would say Carrie and I were talking uh, off air are pretty integral to this country and whether or not we survive or thrive um, or fall down into the depths of hell, which we seem to be on a very fast trajectory yeah. to. Um, but we can't talk about them on YouTube. Isn't and I just sad? got a strike. Yeah, I'm it's like taboo. Yeah, you can't talk about it. You can talk to children at school about <laughs> changing their gender. That's not taboo anymore. Right. right. Um, but talking about corruption, rooting it out yeah. levels when it comes to our sacred right to vote, you can't talk. About. Can't talk about not, so, a, not but allowed. we will find a way to do that off yes. of YouTube. Yeah, exactly, which is why I, I'm just so grateful to Glenn for building Blaze TV, which yeah. allows us to, to do that. Um, so I want to get into the latest with the Hunter Biden laptop. So yesterday, the House Judiciary Committee revealed that Secretary Blinken, Antony Blinken himself, 
and the then Biden campaign officials were behind this infamous public statement from these former Intel officers on the Hunter Biden laptop. So for those of you who uh, have forgotten, this was October 2020. So the month before the 2020 election, we got all this Hunter Biden laptop stuff. It was not just the salacious, weird pictures of like him apparently never wearing clothing anywhere he went and constantly <laughs> obsessed with his genitalia, but also the shady business dealings, the emails and all of that. So this was a statement that was signed by over 50 former intelligence officers right before the election saying Days after this was released, before anyone knew anything about it, oh, this is definitely Russian disinformation right. and it should just be rejected, right? Uh, the, the New York Post got deleted from, from Twitter. They got suspended for posting it. So now we find out, the House and, uh, Judiciary Committee finds out that uh, former CIA Deputy Director Mike Morell, who testified to them, he says that Blinken, who was then a senior campaign official, reached out to him after the New York Post published articles about the laptop. And uh, Morell said that his conversation with Blinken triggered the intent. He said it set in motion the events that led to the issuance of the public statement. So this is a Biden campaign official mm -hmm. calling them up the deputy director of the CIA calling him up and saying, hey, could you do something about this? All of a sudden, this uh, this letter is formed by all of these officials. Yeah. And Morell said that uh, he basically said, I push others to sign the statement with the goal of helping Biden win the election. They specifically asked him, what was the intent of the statement? He answers, there were two intents. One intent was to share our concern with the American people that the Russians were playing on this issue. And two, it was to help Vice President Biden I want because I wanted him to win the election. And by the way, the chairman of the Biden campaign called Morell after the following presidential debate to thank him for publishing wow. the letter. You know, we knew that was going on, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. we saw that. We knew it. Well, we you're a conspiracy theorist if you said it. Right. And, and it's all coming true. Mm -hmm. And it is election interference at the highest level because we've heard and we've, we've seen polling that um, millions of Americans would not have voted for Biden had they known that. Mm -hmm. I mean, this isn't just the depraved lifestyle of Hunter Biden. The, the guy's got problems, right, right. serious problems. Um, he's led a criminal life in many ways. This is about the criminality of Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. When you have somebody who's running for office, who's been in, in office, I mean, decades, 40 plus years, he's been taking kickbacks and bribes and making deals um, to take money from our adversaries. Mm -hmm. This is frightening stuff because he's now sitting in the White House, pushing us toward war, World War III, and funneling hundreds of billions of dollars into Ukraine, which now it appears is just a way to funnel money and launder money and then make it go out to various, many Democrat candidates. Yeah. It's a, a really twisted system that they're obviously trying to do their best to protect yeah. because it's starting to unravel. Mm -hmm. Their corrupt system is starting to unravel. And I wish it would have unraveled in October of 2020 when we had a chance for real honest journalists to do more with it. But unfortunately, they didn't. And now we've had to suffer and we've seen lives be ruined. We've seen fortunes be lost, mm -hmm. uh, lives be taken when it comes to the fentanyl crisis because of our wide open border. All of it 
stems back to getting Joe Biden in office, which is what they wanted. And, you know, it's it's fascinating because they claim that interference of election is like the highest crime that you could ever do. They cried for two years about how uh, Donald Trump colluded with Russia and they interfered in the That's election. Right. right. And then and then we took how many millions of taxpayer dollars to fund this two year investigation when they said, oh, oops, just kidding. That actually didn't happen. Actually, some of them still claim that it happened, even though it clearly didn't. But they claim to care about interference in elections. And really, they're just gaslighting everyone into thinking that they actually care because when they're doing it, it's totally fine. No one minds. We have this two-tiered system where the leftist elitists get away with everything. Mm -hmm. And if you're a conservative and happen to have maybe worn a red hat once in your life, they want to throw you in prison if you go wave a, an American flag um, on Capitol grounds. So on to that point, I want to play for you one more clip here. This is on the subject of Hunter Biden. You know, he's all he's in trouble with Many people, I guess. He's got this uh, this IRS investigation right. um, into his tax dealings. And there was an IRS agent whistleblower who came forward and said um, they're they're burying this. The Biden administration is trying to bury this. And this is not how we're supposed to investigate things. Mm -hmm. They're meddling in the investigation. Shocking. <laughs> right. I know. Who would have ever thought that they would have done something like that? Um, and so Hunter Biden's response to an IRS agent whistleblower uh, alleging that the Biden DOJ interfered with the criminal probe into his corruption. They say this is this is the ABC News reporter. I'll let him tell you. But he, now we're just saying the whistleblower is committing a crime. I guess. Watch. Mm. An attorney for Hunter Biden says the agent is committing a crime by discussing an ongoing tax investigation in an attempt to harm the president's son. But the whistleblower's attorney just told me such claims are baseless. So now he's the criminal, not Hunter Biden. Oh, man, it's opposite day. Yeah. It's always opposite day. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I think their M.O. is drag this out. The IRS is probably dragging this investigation out mm -hmm. so that they can say, well, we can't discuss it because it's an ongoing investigation. Meanwhile, whenever it has something to do with Trump, there are leaks and they're immediately discussing yeah. it and uh, throwing out ridiculous indictments and things mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. We have so many crimes that should be looked into and prosecuted when it comes to the Biden administration, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and various other people, and nothing's being done. And it's frustrating for American citizens who understand what's happening. It's like we've done everything right. They've got the evidence. It's been placed before them and nothing when it comes to that side. And it's not just that. It is that, of course. But it's also that it seems to be that every department of the federal government is now weaponized against the average American conservative. That's right. Right. You've got the DOJ uh, arresting and charging pro-life activists. Um, even though the local system said, no, there's not enough to, to, you know, to charge them with anything. You've got the former president whose home is raided mm -hmm. over baseless allegations. He's treated like a criminal when, you know, he's done the same thing that Joe Biden did, who wasn't president, by the way, and didn't have the ability to declassify anything. Joe Biden's lawyers get to leisurely look through all of his classified documents and turn them in. Donald Trump has a bunch of agents come in there. You know, they're not allowed to have lawyers pre uh, present. It just is, I think, so frustrating for the American conservative these days who sees every agency be weaponized mm -hmm. against them. How, how, where, what's our way out? Well, and 
and this is just another way to interfere in the next election, yeah, right? Yeah. To, to sully the president's reputation, which they've already spent eight years trying to sully with a bunch of lies. And they're trying to, to they're hoping that some of this garbage will stick in the minds of Americans. Mm -hmm. And I, I really hope that Americans, and I, I want Democrats and independents to wake up because you may be okay with it if, you, if, if you're like, well, People wanted Biden and, and they're okay with this happening because it's working in their favor. Mm -hmm. But what's not working in your favor is the crime on our streets, is the wide open border, is millions of people coming in, um, hurting really a lot of our, our infrastructure when it comes to social services and things like that. The fentanyl crisis, you know, when fentanyl kills, it doesn't ask the 19 year old or 20 year old that it kills if they're a Democrat or if their parents are Democrats or Republicans. Mm -hmm. And it's affecting your retirement savings. People who are nearing retirement, who are Democrats, their retirement savings is, is they're watching it kind of dry up with the terrible economy. Yeah. So we've got to care. If you can't care because you just have been brainwashed into despising President Trump, look toward what's happening to our country. Mm -hmm. And we, we can't have a country that will survive this yeah. if we keep this going. I totally agree. And I don't know what the answer is, except for Americans to rise up and say, no, we've had enough. Mm -hmm. Start calling their lawmakers and really using their voice, what's left of our First Amendment, to speak out about it yeah. and not worry about being canceled. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, all right, let's go ahead. We're going to take a, you, you, you mentioned uh, the fentanyl crisis. I want to talk more about the border with you when we come back. Yeah, um, it's kind of a topic you're an expert in. So <laughs> I want to talk to you about it. Uh, being from Arizona, me being here in Texas, we know a little bit about the border, border here. Border state. Well, we're all border states now. No kidding. No kidding. Sadly. Um, all right, let's go ahead. And I want to remind you guys, if you have not yet seen Nefarious. You need to go see it. It's made by the same people who made God's Not Dead and Unplanned, but it's based on a book written by the Blaze's own Steve Dace. Now, if you've seen the uh, the poster, it might look a little bit scary. I don't know. You know, you might go, I'm not into horror, so I don't want to see it. It's not a horror movie. There's no gore. There's no cursing. Uh, there's no blood or anything like that. It is just a pure psychological thriller, and it's perfect for your friends who maybe love scary films, but more than that, they love going to church. Now, here's what I will say. It's very spiritual. It deals with demons. But um, bring some non-believers, all right? Bring some people who maybe don't go to church. Because I'm going to tell you, after they watch it, they might just start going again. Uh, Nefarious, you can get your tickets there nationwide. Get your tickets now at whoisnefarious.com. That is whoisnefarious.com. <laughs> So a new poll from the Trafalgar Group, uh, they asked, this is likely general election voters to pick from a handful of issues stemming from the southern border crisis, which one they thought mattered most to them. Uh, the top of the list was 35.1% of voters said human trafficking of women and children. Second said 26, this was 26.6%. They said illegal border crossers or asylum seekers being released into the United States, like, before their cases are reviewed or before we vetted them or mm -hmm. anything like that. We're just saying, here you go, here's your piece of paper, or here's your app now. They give you an app, right? They give you an app and they're like, oh, yeah. oh you can just set an appointment, which I'm sure you're gonna do once you get in here. And a plane ticket. Yes, yes, of course, in, in, in the Phoenix, Manila. It probably happens here. Yep. You Every time I'm at the airport a lot, I've on several occasions seen literally at one point like 100 people coming yep. through. Yep. Here illegally getting on a plane. They all have the manila envelopes with all yep. their stuff in it. Ready to go mm -hmm. to a, a city near you. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And this is happening day in and day out, nonstop. Mm -hmm. And what's happening, uh, the, the trafficking of, of children and women is, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that that has become a top issue. Yeah. It shows that people are finally really seeing the, um, the horror. It's really a horror show, mm -hmm. what's happening down yeah, there. It really is. I, so I want to play for you uh, Representative Chip Roy, who just kind of went off on the Democrats talking about, because, you know, I'm sure you can relate to this. People call you all sorts of names. You're not compassionate because you don't care about the immigrants. You don't. And it's like, actually, I would argue I care about them way more than yeah. you people who are encouraging them to make a dangerous journey. You're encouraging uh, parents to drop their kids off with a coyote who doesn't care about them, is going to take them. They're going to get raped how many times along the way. I don't want that to happen to them, which is why I don't want to encourage them to make the right. journey. Uh, so Chip Roy going off on the current system and how many kids they have let into the interior of the country that they now cannot find. Watch. Your current system has 85,000 kids they can't find. What in the world? It's the New York Times. It's not Fox News. And we're sitting here talking about a fiction, a fiction of saying there's an infant rolling through somewhere outside of Eagle Pass right now, begging to claim asylum. But, but I would like for you to know, the Democrats say, no, the border is totally secure, nothing to worry about. Um, I think we have a video of all of these Democrats just insisting, you're, don't believe your eyes, okay? Don't believe your lion eyes. The border is definitely secure, watch. It is my testimony that the border is secure. We have a secure border. How do you know you've never been And that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. We have taken unprecedented action over the past year and a half to secure our border. We have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. We're working to make sure it's safe and orderly and humane. The border is closed. Mm. We agree that uh, the border is secure. We're executing a comprehensive strategy to secure our borders. One of our highest priorities is to ensure that we have a secure border. And that is what we are doing. The border is secure. Hmm. Um, wow. I'm going to give you some stats here. Uh, since Biden came into office, 1.7 million border stops in 2021. That set a record. Uh, 2022, border apprehensions exceeded 2 million, which, of course, set a new record on top of that. Uh, and Title 42 is ending May 11th. So what happens We're going to see... Thousands of people rush the border. Mm -hmm. We're going to see these, I, I think they call them migrant camps, which are on the other side, empty out. And they call it surge the border. Mm -hmm. They're going to charge the border. I think this will happen. Two million, I believe it's closer. President Trump says it's closer to 15 million. And I believe his stats over okay. Kamala Harris, who's never been to the border. Yeah. Um, it is a humanitarian crisis. And when they say we're extreme for wanting a secure border, Again, they're using language because they're really the extreme ones. I find it extreme to have 80,000 plus, 80, plus children gone missing. Mm -hmm. And they were upset that President Trump wanted to separate, separate them from the adults just to make sure the adult was actually a relative. Right. And they did DNA testing to find out. Right. These children are being used. These children are being abused. We just had a case where an eight-year-old girl uh, was unfortunately raped, and they did a, a test on her, and they found 47 different DNA types when they tested, did a rape test on her. 47, that's 47 different people, animals, mm -hmm. horrible people, mm -hmm. who raped this little girl. 
I can't live with myself. If there's something we can do to stop it, we got to stop it. And that's why my number one issue, they always said it was always about the elections, and I do want to make yeah. sure that we secure our elections. My number one issue was securing the border. Yeah and stopping the fentanyl crisis. When I was running to have a parent come up to me and it happened all the time and say, I lost my 17 year old son to a fentanyl uh, poisoning, took one, what he thought was a Xanax pill and it ended up being laced with fentanyl and he died. One pill shouldn't kill anybody, mm -hmm. but we're watching this go on over and over and over with our young generation being poisoned by fentanyl. I have compassion for the American people and this administration is, um, is the partner with the cartels, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I think Joe Biden is the greatest partner the cartels have ever known. He's in on it. Yeah. He's absolutely in on the it. The coyotes as well. I mean, they're they're making bank right now, right. being able to, you know, to prey on people's children. Whether or not they get dropped off is a different story. I guess the parents may never know. And then they use the apps to lure the kids in, you know, 15 and 16-year-old kids in to be drivers, to drive people who are here illegally further in. Mm. And, you know, we... I, the reason I think people are worried about people overstaying is that they'll never go. Right. And President Trump and his Agenda 47 is talking about, no, they will have to go. Yeah. They can't stay. They can't stay. And it is possible to send them back to their country. Mm -hmm. They're breaking the law when they come in. You know, it's fascinating because even someone as radical as Bernie Sanders has admitted you cannot have an open border and a welfare state. Like the, the two, right. the two cannot exist. We'll go bankrupt. Yeah. we are bankrupt, pretty much. Of course, I mean, of course. I mean, it's unsustainable. And then sending 100, you know, 70 billion over to Ukraine mm -hmm. when we don't, when the administration doesn't want to spend a few billion to finish the wall yeah. and stop this madness. Yeah, it shows you that they're complicit in it, and this is exactly what they want. They want the destabilization of our country. And I believe it's to tear down and destroy America and mm -hmm. push this globalist agenda mm -hmm. that Joe Biden obviously wants. I can't think of any other explanation. Yeah. I really can't. Um, all right. So those of you, if you missed it, you're gonna, we're going to go on YouTube, okay? Because we're going to go over to Blaze TV and we're going to talk about, I would say, one of the most important <laughs> issues plaguing society today. So make sure you go over there. It is blazetv.com. Use promo code Sarah. It's S-A-R-A. You can save $20 when you sign up. Uh, it's a pretty wise investment these days with the big tech censorship over at blazetv.com, promo code Sarah, and we will see you there. If you think about it, obviously. So, Carrie, um, I notice that in the... I was safest, most secure election of all time, 2020. Somehow Joe Biden, who campaigned from his basement, was able to win all those 81 million votes. Wink, wink. Oh, wait, I'm on Blaze TV. I don't have to say that. But, um, but you had an election where the, uh, your, your uh, opponent... Katie Hobbs, who was, of course, Secretary of State at the time, ran the election oversees system. Oversees the election. Oversees yeah. the election system. Gee, there's not a conflict of interest there. She took a similar approach to Biden's campaigning from the basement strategy. Right. She didn't make any, hardly any appearances. She didn't go out. She wouldn't debate you. She wouldn't even debate her Democrat opponent. She's so inarticulate. Mm. She can't string two or three words together to make a sentence. She makes actually Kamala look like she's on top of it. <laughs> Ooh, that's bad. And so she didn't want to do any debates because it would be really, really obvious that she was not qualified. Yeah, yeah. And, and now we know what her plan was. It was just to rig the elections, yes. which is what they did. But they, our movement was so massive. 
much like President Trump's movement, you know, make America great, we the people, is what our movement was all about, giving the government back to the people. Mm -hmm. And they were in a panic. They thought, how do we beat this? Everyone's showing up on election day. 75% of the people showing up on election day. The lines, I mean, immediately at 6 a.m., the pr trouble started happening. On election yep. day only, yep. oh wow, all of a sudden the printers are printing out the wrong image on the ballot. Mm -hmm. Instead of a 20 inch image, they shrunk the image down. That jammed the tabulators at 61% of the polling locations that were almost all Republican areas. The lines were four and five and six hours long. People were not even able to find a parking spot, so they just drove off and said, we, don't, we can't vote. Right. Or they'd go to another location and the lines were even longer. And a quarter of a million ballots were rejected and spit out on election day. This is how much of a um, dud of a candidate she was. Mm -hmm. And these people were voting for us. Also, ahead of the elections, they injected 300,000 ballots with no chain of custody. We don't know where they came from. And then two days after election, they threw in another 35,000. They just had to keep finding ballots because they couldn't get her a victory. Yeah. yeah. And now we're fighting it in court. And we're at the Arizona Supreme Court. We're waiting for one ruling to come down from them. They've ordered another portion of our case to be taken back up by the lower court. And we're going to find out, you know, where the judicial system is. I do worry that it may be so far gone mm -hmm. that the people can't get justice. And trust me, the people want justice in Arizona. If you're watching from another state, you might not even realize how bad it was. The people of Arizona saw it. The election was stolen right in front of their eyes, not at 3 a.m. like they did in 2020. Yeah. They stole it right in front of our eyes, mm -hmm. and the people could see it. And they are fit to be tied. I, I think I just read a poll. 78% of Republicans feel that election was stolen. Um, six or 51% of independents believe the election had major fraud. And nearly 30% of Democrats even thought that in 22, what they saw. And so this is not just a Republican issue, even though the Republicans were really the biggest population that was disenfranchised. And that's why I'm fighting it. Mm -hmm. And everywhere I go, I've spoken to tens of thousands of people since the election. Everyone says, thank you for fighting. If we don't fight this corruption in our election now, we're not going to have a country. Mm -hmm. I've had two people say anything nasty to me, like, you know, oh, we're glad you lost or something like that. Thousands of others wow. have come up to me, hugged me. Thank you so much for fighting. We need people to take this issue on. Yeah. There's a reason they won't let us talk about it. There's a reason we had to take yeah. a, a break from YouTube mm -hmm. to have this discussion. Think about that. You can discuss inappropriate sexual right. uh, in, innuendo and mm -hmm. conversations with children mm -hmm. in elementary school. Mm -hmm. That's not taboo. But you can't talk about corruption in our elections. That tells you we're right over the target. Yeah. They know that we're on to them stealing elections, and our elections have become theater. Yeah, yeah. So how... I would say, how do we stop it? But I feel like you're trying to do just that with the lawsuit. I mean, this is That's not right. something that anyone wants to take on. I'm sure you have a billion other things that you could be doing. This is the most important life. thing. Mm -hmm. Because if we don't fight it, and in 2020, it was very difficult because we couldn't get a judge to accept a case. They threw it out on standing yeah. or latches. They took our case. It's very strong. The entire thing is strong. And so we're going to take every single legal avenue that we can. And we've taken it to the Supreme Court of Arizona, we'll take it to the United States Supreme Court, yeah. and we'll find out where our justice system is. We hope to be successful. We know the case is strong. If we don't fight this now, your kids, my kids, we're not going to have a future. So, so I, I pray that it goes our door. I know that too. we're right. I do too. 
I know there was a crime committed. I pray that we get justice. If, if not, um, then we're in a world of hurt. A lot of people are suggesting we play the same games they play. I'm not a fan of cheating. Mm-mm. I'm not a fan of that. Um, you know, election, ballot harvesting, you name it, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are intentionally printing the wrong image on the ballot on election day. Think about how, uh, how disturbing that is, mm-hmm. that our election officials, that we paid their salary, we pay for our elections, would do that to the people. What kind of a, of a, a fellow citizen does that to another? And it's really evil, and we've got to get justice. So we're going to do whatever we can to fight this. The people who they, they constantly are like, oh, that's a threat to democracy. This is a threat to democracy. That's yep. a threat to democracy. Uh, hello? Rigged elections are a threat to <laughs> democracy, okay? I would say so. I would say so, more so than uh, almost anything else. So tell me more about the actual um, the issue that the judge has decided that you guys can we look at? Right. What, it, what is it? It's the signature verification. So if you've ever had a mail-in ballot, you, you fold it up, you put it in the envelope, and you sign that envelope, that envelope is actually a legal affidavit. You're signing a legal document saying, this is my ballot, I voted. And then they take that ballot, they match the signature in the, in the computer mm-hmm. file with your signature, and they go, okay, that matches, that's a legal vote, let's count it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they have um, destroyed that system. It's, it's a system fraught with fraud. And we have three whistleblowers who came forward from Maricopa County and said, we were rejecting tens of thousands of these envelopes every day because they had bogus signatures. They didn't match at all. Mm-hmm. Some of them didn't even have signatures. Those are ones you don't count. Right. But somewhere it was getting pushed up the, uh, the chain mm-hmm. and somebody was approving them anyway and counting them to the tune of 150,000 ballots. They do not want us looking at these ballots, uh, these envelopes. As a matter of fact, we tried to get the, um, the envelopes and the county is denying us that ability. We need them for our case yes, they and they're trying to fight us on that, which mm. shows you they've got something to hide. Yeah. And I think when the people of Arizona, frankly, when the people of this country see how much of a sham that whole signature verification system is, mm-hmm. they are going to reject mail-in ballots, realizing that they're just a way to push fraud through in our elections. They won't like them once they see how bad these signatures are. Yeah. And anyone, anyone who wants honest elections ca- cannot, there's no way that they can stand for that, even if you're a Democrat. Right. It's like, I mean, I, want, I don't want to be Venezuela. Like, I do want an honest election. You and even when the Democrats see how bad these are, this is a scribble. It doesn't match at all. Right, right. I would hope they would say, well, you know what? Then that ballot shouldn't be counted. Yeah. I would really hope that even our, our friends who are Democrats or independents would say that. And I believe they will when they see how much of a mess this system is. So we're waiting for a court date for that. Okay. And we're, gonna, we're really going to try to expose what's happening. Well, we... Um we're praying for you. We're with you all the way. Thank you so much. It's not just about letting the judges know. We, we, may, not get, we may not get fair judges. Mm-hmm. We are letting them know what's happening, but it's also about educating the public. That's why I go state to state. I talk to people about the importance of fair elections. You know, let's say you, I went to Iowa. They have elections that are not run too bad. They could use some improvement. Yeah. But if we have corrupt election officials in Maricopa County rigging an election, it affects the future for Iowans, Texans, Californians, Floridians. And yeah. this is what's happening around the country. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, we appreciate you taking this thank on. You so it's so Sarah. needed. And thank you for being here. So Please much come fun. back soon. I will. All I right. loved it. Thank Great. you. Well, uh, we'll be right back.
love her. I just love her. I have a total girl crush on her. Yes, I said it out loud. Uh, those of you who are back with us on YouTube, you missed it. And I'm just saying, I want to just quickly remind you, those of you who didn't watch the show yesterday, uh, they're striking me now. I got my first YouTube strike. And, um, well, I figured that there are much more to come because we're saying the truth, we're telling the truth, and that really, really, really upsets them because it's damaging to their goals. So um, if you want to hear more truth that big tech will not allow us to speak, I would urge you one more time to go to blazetv.com. You can use uh, promo code Sarah, that's S-A-R-A. Save $20 when you sign up for a year. Guys, I'm gonna continue to get hit with these strikes. That's what they're going to, they have to silence us because they know we're over the target. So it's only a matter of time here on YouTube. Uh, those of you who are watching on Blaze TV already, we appreciate it, and we will see you guys Monday. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.